Hello and welcome to Not Another Poem. My name is Olivia Mulligan and I'm a poet here to be sharing some poetry with you. It's nice to be back. It's it's great to be recording again and in true podcast style, um, it is 20 to 2 in the afternoon and my cat Reggie has been asleep all day not making a sound. He's been absolutely silent. And as soon as the microphone comes out, he's meowing and yowing and he's he's actually currently, he's having a snack. He's crunching away on his biscuits with kind of extreme volume. If you can hear that, it's kind of... So, um, terribly sorry. Um, hello from Reggie and I. So, had a quick look and it was January when I last recorded. I did a New Year episode. It's now April. So um, I'm terribly sorry about that. And I feel some of the podcasts I listen to, and if they ever say something like that as, oh, my life's just been so busy. Oh, oh, oh. It's really annoying as a listener. So I, I am truly, truly sorry. There's no excuse for it. Apart from the fact that this last month I've actually been away in India. Um, And that is what this episode is going to be about. But yes, before we get to that, um, I must say, if anybody can so kindly rate and review this podcast, share it with your friends, it'll really give me a little nudge to record more regularly and keep producing the material um, yeah, if you can rate and review, it really would mean a lot. So, India. How, what, why, when, who? It came about, actually, this trip came about in 2020. It was booked for. And I was planning to go out there to Rishikesh, which is northern India, foothills of the Himalayan mountains. I planned to go out there to do my yoga teacher training always been a bit of a dream of mine. Um, Not necessarily to teach, funnily enough. Um, I just, I absolutely love yoga. I've practiced for about 10 years and I'm fascinated by it. Want to learn more, um, you know, the history, the philosophy. um, So yeah, always been a dream. 2020, of course, was the pandemic. um, So travel couldn't happen. But not only that, if you've been following my journey, you'll know I was actually too poorly to travel anyway back then. So it really, really felt like a blessing that I was finally able to go. I feel in good health, thank goodness. And yeah, the whole trip was an absolute dream. Now, when I go away traveling, I actually never put any pressure on myself to write poetry you might think oh it's the ideal time to be inspired and to write poems but I find that that pressure can sometimes feel like a bit of a block and when I go away I just want to enjoy myself to be honest and I just want to be in the moment I will of course always take my notebook and my pen so if I am you know found to be inspired by something I can of course write it down but by not having any pressure, um, it makes the whole thing more enjoyable. And I 
feel that actually things can come up really authentically and um, yeah that's then a really amazing thing. I thought as well for this India trip in particular the fact I'm doing my yoga teacher training I probably wouldn't actually have much brain space or time to write any poetry and to be honest I was right it was so intense. Somehow though I was still inspired to write and the first piece of real inspiration came about at mealtime when we were asked to eat in silence. Like this. The idea was to be fully present, to taste the flavours, feel the textures and practice gratitude. However, my mind was so uncomfortable at the situation that I could, couldn't even enjoy the food. I was just wanting to say something so much. To make it worse, um, we just had our first meditation class where we didn't actually do any meditating. We just had a, a lecture um, on the theme, you know, who am I? What is I? And that topic in itself, I just really wanted a debrief um, with my classmates about what on earth they thought of it all. And we were speaking about how our body is is not really, it's not us, it's not our body, it's just the body that we have. And same with the mind. We often identify as we are our mind and we were speaking that we are not our mind, we have a mind. And so if we're not the body, we're not the mind, then what really are we? We are you know, something more than that. Anyway, many a thoughts, as you can imagine. Oh, and that's another one. We're not our thoughts. I actually knew that one from therapy. Classic. Um, anywho, my mind was just going crazy. The fact that we couldn't speak. And what was kind of um, adding to this... Um, of psychotic feeling with just the the clanking of the spoons on our metal trays we were served our chapati and our veggie curry on these metal trays no one saying anything just the clanking of the spoons the idea is that we sit in the silence but because my mind wasn't silent i ended up writing this poem and it's called silence Scraping spoons in silence, feeding the body, your body, that's not your body. For me, this is new. This is new to me. For me, this is new, a new way to breathe and see. I'm the same me, the me me, as I sit here with you. That's not you, as you know you, as we sit here seeking truth. You, me, your, mine, who, what and how. What is meditation? What is here and now? Here we are, whoever we are, feasting under the moon. Here we are, whoever we are, in silence, scraping spoons. 
Now, I don't know if anyone listening has also been to India. I might hear Reggie meowing there. Have you been to India, Reggie? Yeah. Was it good? Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay, go lie down now. Please. <laughs> okay, I don't know if anyone listening has... Oh, now he's ruining my sofa. <sighs> Get a cat, they say. It'll be fun, they say. Reggie! Hit you! Okay, <laughs> if anyone else has been to India, you might know what I mean by the absolute whirlwind of feelings and emotions. I feel there is... Everything is just amplified there. I feel the craziness amplified. The happiness amplified the tastes of the food amplify like everything is just like living on steroids <laughs> i feel everything is just more um and it's amazing to be a part of it. it's also exhausting i feel that even um i mean i've been back a week and a half now and the whole first week i think i was a bit of adrenaline whilst i was there and I have just been exhausted because being there was so amazing, but so exhausting. Um, and yeah, I'm just wondering if anyone else has, has visited, um, they might know what I mean. Um, speaking of your amplified emotions, the happiness I felt there. Um, and you know, it's strange because for me, happiness at home, it comes about through you know, being with my best friends or through being with James, being with my family. And none of those people were there. I was there by myself. Um, thing is, I made amazing friends whilst I was there. And experiencing either the chaos or the silence, I had moments of honestly such like raw happiness Um it's hard to put into words but of course um being a poet I, I tried to and I came up here with this acrostic poem you might remember the old acrostic from probably when you were in primary school um it's when you have letters that read vertically um often it's the a certain word um in this case my word is happy so the first line of the poem will begin with H, next line A, then P, then P, then Y. Anyway, here we go. Happy. Here. Right here. Above everything. Peeling back the layers. Perhaps you will find your true self. A moment of feeling that true happiness was one of the mornings we did our morning yoga practice uh, on the beach um, of the Ganga, which was literally right outside the school. We just crossed over a little road and, and there we were. And the Ganga was just an extraordinary place. It was water that's pretty much just come off the mountains it was fresh and blue 
and clear and yeah the way the light hit it um especially in the morning was just stunning and yeah writing about that writing about the practice um and also I must mention that the sand on the beach part it wasn't necessarily that lovely white sand um that we kind of think of on a postcard picture it was a little bit grey to be honest yet I swear it had glitter in it it just sparkled from the light um and yeah that inspired this poem quite a little one called the morning sun slowly slowly look up towards nature's ceiling sweet air sweet breath your feeling glitter beneath your feet on one of the other mornings actually we woke up at four to go up one of the mountains and see the sunrise and when I've been traveling in the past doing a trip like that at least once is just one of my favorite things to do and seeing the world wake up just makes that hideous 4am alarm so worth it more than worth it you think at the time I'll do this every day this is amazing um yeah this poem here um is called sunrise the sunrise is yawning over water-coloured mountains, poetry in the sky. The sunrise is the morning, a tangerine heartbeat rising up high. The world is unfolding, time passing by. I think of the universe without asking why. For a moment I thought of nothing, knowing this is everything. Now, on that journey up the mountain, we were with one of our yoga teachers. His name is Negi. And Negi is just an absolutely beautiful soul. And he was telling us his story, really. And he was telling us how he grew up in the mountains and he and his family had very little. Um, it was a very, very simple way of life um, and quite hard at times as well. And he ended up venturing to Delhi, into the city. Mm, it's probably from Rishikesh. It's about a six hour drive. Um, he ended up going to Delhi, moving there to try and earn some, some money, which he could then send back to his family. And that's exactly what he did. And he worked really hard. Um, he was a very clever young man and ended up um, then going on to, to study a bit whilst he was there to get an even better job. And he ended up earning quite good money. Um, and yeah, was sending it back to his family. But this whole time he was in the city, he felt so miserable and he felt like he'd lost himself. He, yeah, didn't recognize himself at all. Even though he now had more, he now could afford more, not even necessarily luxurious things, but just could, you know, um, live a, a better quality of life in quotation marks. 
um, his mental health really suffered. And he used the phrase, he said he felt trapped like a frog in a well. And to me, when he said that, I just thought, wow, what an image. And it felt so poetic. I just instantly knew I needed to write a poem about this. And anyway, um, long story short, Negi ended up um, moving back to the mountains and having this different outlook on life. He kind of found yoga and um, studied yoga and eventually became a teacher himself. And he now, um, yeah, he's living his best life. And his story to me is so inspiring. This poem here is called Negi. We are shadows in the city, trapped like a frog in a well, unable to tell the difference between having and being, observing and seeing. We are shadows in the city. We are sunlight in the mountains. We are the breath in the sky. We are the blood of the rainstorm. We are Mother Ganga's cry. We are the sweet mango nectar. We are the blue, the green, the white. In the mountains we are alive. In the mountains we are light. So yeah, big shout out to Negi. Shout out to the amazing school Pratham Yoga. And shout out to my wonderful friends that I made. Mela, Lillian, Bruna, Ingrid and Jude. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it felt that I'd kind of, yeah, shown you a glimpse of India and what it was like in the yoga school. My Instagram is live underscore mulligan underscore poet and my Facebook is Olivia Mulligan Poetry. Hope you all have a lovely rest of your day. Bye.